The journey of life is too complex and spiritual to be lived from your sensory perceptions. You're welcome to Love Life City, where we live life by the Holy Spirit, to raise men with the capacity to love genuinely both God and humanity through insight, discipleship, and fellowship. This message will set you up for a balanced lifestyle here on earth. Listen and be blessed. You don't use the kind of foil you use for your gen. The foil you use has been structured in a way that it helps the jets to gain um, high propellants. So we don't use any kind of this. The kind of fuel we use is called the hydrocarbon name is called octane. All right, and that's what I'm going to be talking to you today about um, from scriptures. I want you to. Pay attention to what we are going to be sharing today. Shout hallelujah. And the octane for a jet, the function of octane for a jet is the function of the anointing for a believer. Hallelujah. The way an octane functions in a jet, it's the same way the anointing functions in the believer when an anointing comes into a place or comes upon a person it takes care of the hard issues the bible says something very profound in the book of Isaiah Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27 something very profound take note of that it says on in that day the burden shall be lifted up their shoulders and their yoke from their neck the yoke will be broken because of the anointing praise the lord i want somebody else's translation because i'm seeing something here my translation says something a little bit um, attractive so let me isaiah isaiah 10 27 let's read like two translations nlt and um kjv does anybody have NIV? Does anybody have NIV? So read NIV for me. So you, you read King James, then he reads NIV. Yes, so read. Eh, read. You can sit down, sir. Don't worry. Yes, read. 27, yes. 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 So, can I hear NIV now? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody say, because you have grown so fat. Now, you see, the, the presence of an octane in a jet changes a lot of things about that jet because without that octane in that jet even if he has an engine and all of that it's not different from a car that is parked but the presence of that that fuel in that jet changes the look of that jet it changes the disposition of that jet it makes it move it makes it go to places where others can't go the same thing there is something that comes upon you as the believer and the presence of that thing does not just move you, does not just break yokes from your life, does not just move you from where you are, 
it will also change you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say, somebody tell your neighbor the anointing makes fat. See, sometimes how the anointing will function, you know, sometimes you're expecting that this anointing will come and it will go attack it, that yoke and just break it. Boom! But the anointing was designed. That, this is how the anointing was designed to function. It was designed to function to transform to function in you so as to transform you so as to make sure that the yoke cannot accommodate you anymore. And I prophesy over someone who says the loudest amen. amen. Every yoke over your life is broken by the anointing. Amen. Today and uh, last week I had we know this is our month of uh, favor. And last week I, I already told you, I said today's service, we are going to be receiving an unusual divine deposit for speed. Somebody say deposit for speed. And this deposit I'm just going to be talking about today is the anointing. It's the anointing. And that's what it's tagged as octane. Shout hallelujah. Please take note of this. <laughs> uh, let me give you this ideology. You know, um, there was a time where people bought SIM cards for 40,000 naira in Nigeria. How many of you are aware? There was a time when in those days, um, of course, I used to have an uncle that has um, a phone. So, you know, even though he's not receiving a call, he's always with the phone on his ear and like, you know, just to show because if you have a phone, it's called what well, it was called GSM. Amen. <laughs> so if you have a phone, I remember the day um, uh, you know, by the spirit of God, I prophesied to our, our as, a, as a boy, I prophesied to our pastor, and hey, somebody gave him a phone. That day we celebrated. The first day my dad bought a phone, we celebrated. Now look at that. People paying so much as forty thousand naira for a sin, they never knew there would be a time where People are going to be giving SIM cards for free. I will any time inside. Two of us. In the Bible days, I, I want to show you from um, scripture analogy. In the Bible days, from Genesis to Malachi. Genesis to Malachi. That's the Old Testament. Between those dispensations, we are 4,000 years. What did I say? Now, from Genesis to Malachi, the only time where the Bible mentions... The, that the spirit of the Lord came upon some persons or some persons were anointed by the Holy Ghost was 200 times. Amen? So in 4,000 years, only 200 people received this anointing. In 4,000 years. So in maybe 1,000 years, that is 50 persons. In 1,000 years, 50 persons. You see, this was, the, this was the experience before Jesus came. Jesus came, gave an instruction and asked the people to go up in his upper room and wait upon him. And, and as they waited on him in prayers, boom, the Holy Ghost came on every one person in that room. And they began to speak in unknown tongues. They began to function in dimensions. They know of. Now, what, what the fathers of faith, the, the, the priests in the Old Testament could not do, what many of them yearned for is what Jesus made available to everyone who believes. Shout a big amen. amen. Tell me I believe. I believe. Tell your neighbor, do you believe? believe. Say I believe. I believe. He has made it available. In those days, they would do a lot of things. They would do a lot of things to get the presence of God and then to see a man who carries the glory and, and, and anointing of the Holy Ghost. They would do so much. But today... I like to share from scripture that it is now readily available 
to everybody. Um, the book of okay. I think Joel. Joel chapter two, verse twenty-six. Habayasa. Prasata. Joel 2, 26, think 27 and 28. Anybody should read. Yes. 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 So you see, now in these last days, this was Joel that prophesied about. Even he prophesied about what will happen. He never knew it will happen because it was not happening in his day. But he prophesied about it that in the last days, God will pour the spirit of all of flesh. Young men shall dream this. But he didn't partake of it. But it's happening. He, the spirit of blood has, has been poured out onto all flesh. <laughs> what it took. 4,000 years for 200 people to get. You have it now. Free of charge. Somebody say free of charge. Oh my God. You need to know. For anybody to carry the anointing of the Holy Ghost. They will literally become inhuman. They will go to mountains. They will become like, like animals. And then that thing comes over there. But by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. I have it free of charge. Say I have it free of charge. So what is the issue if you have this thing called the anointing that makes for speed? You know, some of you, some of you are asking how can the anointing make for, for speed or what scripture validates that? How can an anointing make for speed? Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. So you see that the anointing upon a man's life can actually accelerate that person. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Look at that. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Look at that. Okay, I think one person has read enough. Somebody else, Hebrews chapter. Yes, Hebrews chapter one verse nine. Yes, yes, yes. Has anointed. Yes. KJV is better because he uses the word I want. Yes. Yes. Yes, time. Yes. Yes. Thou yes. art loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, God. hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Just repeat these words, prophetic words after me. Say, I'm anointed with the oil of gladness above my fellow. So I have an advantage over every human being that is unanointed say so I, I am at an advantage do you believe that shout aloud amen. amen so we have an advantage the anointing in us puts us ahead naturally but why why is it that a lot of things a lot of people are not functioning the real the true reality of the anointing 
the anointing is free but it is with conditions there are certain marks that if you don't meet in the realm of the spirit the anointing in you cannot find expression the reason why you need to make that mark is so that you can open the doors for the anointing to find expression many times the anointing inside of you is hindered by you the grace of god on your life is hindered by you so there are certain prices to pay for you to hit or to unleash the anointing and unleash the grace of god on your inside i have a lot of scriptures to show us today but one of the scriptures i want to show you that when i read it got my attention is the book of romans chapter 12 and verse 11 it said something very important he said do not be slothful in business he says be fervent in spirit serving the lord are we together do not be slothful in business be fervent in spirit serving the lord this scripture goes to tell tell us that um, if we become slothful and if we become less fervent in serving the Lord we will not get any results from serving the Lord the anointing though is inside of us cannot find expression Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 goes further to buttress my point the Bible says anyone who will come to me must know that I am and then I, I that I am the rewarder of them that diligently seek me so if a man seeks the Lord without diligence amen if a man wants to seek the Lord without diligence what it means that scripture is trying to tell you is that he won't get God's attention if a man does not come with the mentality that there is a God in heaven whose 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 hands controls the happenings in the universe. If you don't come with that mentality and you don't you don't follow after him, you don't seek him with diligence, you will find him. You will find him. In fact, one of the requirements to finding God is that we will seek him and find him after we've sought him with all our hearts. What I've just quoted is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 and verse 11, 12 and 13. You will seek him and find him after you've sought him with all your heart to tell you that God does not have business with a lazy man do you understand what I just said God does not have a business with a man who is not seriously after him he is not interested you know what the Bible says in Second Chronicles chapter 19 Second Chronicles chapter 19 I think from verse um, 9 there downwards the Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro, looking for a man whose heart is perfect toward him. Praise the Lord. I want to assure you that what you are carrying on your inside can change the world. What you are carrying on your inside was the same force that created the whole universe. And if only you can open the door for that anointing to find expression by diligence then you you blow your mind you blow your own mind you see when i was studying for this message the holy spirit told me he says when when the scripture said we should not be slothful in business 
but we should be fervent in spirit. The Lord told me, says, the reason why many people are slothful in their personal business is because they are not fervent in the spirit. The required passion you need for your business to skyrocket is going to be an overflow of the passion that God birthed in your heart. Trust me. The love you show to your children and your wife is going to be an overflow of the love that you have received from God. I get what I'm saying. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I won't give you a practical example. A man goes out, steps out for work, and somebody annoyed him. Somebody messed, just messed up his emotions. And he comes back. Um, what are the likelihood that he will lash out on his wife and his children? Will he do that? Is, the tendencies are high, right? Now, what if a man spends time with God, you know, receives joy like we just did in prayer, received joy from the presence of God, received power from the presence of God, received the glory of God, received the anointing of God, you know, received the, the love of God in his heart. The next thing he's looking for is an object to share that love with. Am I communicating? Listen to me. Follow this message carefully. Adam was alone with God and Adam enjoyed so much love from God, so much presence, so much glory, so much attention from God. But Adam was looking for an object that would befit this love that he has received. Huh? So the Bible looked at him and said, ah, it's not good for a man to be alone. It's not good for a man to be on his own. And then God caused him to sleep and created a human. Because God, God knows, see, God knows that if he gives Adam so much love and Adam does not have any, any being or anybody that looks like him he can express that love to, you know, he, 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 will, he will burst out of that love. It will overwhelm him. It might kill him. What I'm trying to explain to you is that whatever you get from the presence of God rubs off on every aspect of your life. The anointing on you is not just for your prayer life or for your word life or to preach the gospel. The anointing on your life will make that business become the talk in the town. Am I communicating here? Do not be slothful in business but be following the spirit. But look at, I'll give you examples of people in scriptures who couldn't pay the price enough for the anointing? And so they, 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 they lost out on great opportunities in life. Lost out on, on destiny opportunities. Because they couldn't pay the price for the anointing. Oh, are you with me? Are you with me? Remember, I've shown you how the anointing is responsible for your advantage over people. When the anointing is on you, you are advantaged over others. When the anointing is on you, you can experience speed. You can experience advancement. In fact, the scripture even advises in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 8. It says, let your head lack no oil and let your garment be as white as snow. So, God doesn't want us to have a problem with the anointing. He wants us to consistently have a flow of the anointing. Okay. Let me show you a few things. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just pray in tongues for a while. Everybody, just pray in tongues. I have, I have a leading... Just speak in tongues. Oh, Mendes Cabra Namaha. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Oh, thank you, Father.
Mm. Amen. Amen. Say loud, Amen. Look at this. You see, <laughs> there are people in scriptures who couldn't pay the required price for the anointing. In fact, the scripture gave us a parable of um, the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins. Um, I think that's, that story was written in the book of Matthew 25 and verse 3 to 4. There are people who cannot pay the price for the anointing to find expression. And that is why everything around them suffers. They've received an anointing but they can't pay the price for more to rest on them. They can't pay the price for the anointing to find expression. And so everything suffers. Their business suffers. Everything suffers. Everything suffers. So, um, Matthew chapter 5, 25, 3 to 4, spoke about the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins. Look at, look at that scripture. Look at that story very carefully. I think somebody should just read the story quickly and then we'll, we'll fly from there. Yes. They that were foolish took their lamps, yes. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Yes. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered. I and think slept. The, the right word to use is extra oil. Yes. I think some scriptures is extra oil. Okay. The ones that were wise took extra oils. The ones that were foolish didn't carry. Go ahead. Okay. And at midnight there was a cry made. Yes. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Yes. Go ye out to meet him. To meet him, yes. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for your lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. Let there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterwards came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Amen. The reason why you need to be consistently anointed. They need, the reason why you need to be constantly filled with the anointing is because you don't know when the Lord shall come. Also, you don't know when an opportunity will come. Some people say, ah, Pastor, I don't feel like praying today. Well, you're not feeling like praying today is robbing you of fresh oil from heaven. The oil of yesterday might not sustain you for 10 years. Am I, am I communicating here? Might not sustain you for the next day. Your ability to go the extra mile, to have a reserve. Listen, when we pray, when we worship, when we come to church, when we wait upon the Lord, what we are, what we are doing is we are, we, are, we are downloading the anointing. And we, need, we don't just need to get enough anointing for enough results. We need to get an extra anointing to seize extra opportunities. Underline opportunities. Am I communicating here? You need you need that anointing access because you are going to meet opportunities. These guys 
woke up one day and then they, they had the bridegroom has, had come and they, they, they didn't have enough oil and so they had to they, they, when they were now going to go and get the oil was when the bridegroom had come and taken and they missed out of everything i declare may the best opportunities in your life not meet you unprepared and i want to declare again may the best opportunities in your life meet you on fire for god nobody who is on fire for god misses an opportunity let me just tell you nobody praise the lord so i'll give you examples of people who missed opportunities in scriptures just because they were unprepared and just because they didn't go the extra mile so two reasons why people miss this opportunity in life in career in business is two things amen amen number one they are unpre spiritually unprepared number one number two they are spiritually complacent they are not they are not willing to go the extra mile pay the extra price for the kind of anointing that will deliver the kind of results they are looking for so look at proverbs 26 verse 15 we're going to be um, rounding off shortly proverbs 26 verse 15 that scripture is mind-blowing scripture is mind-blowing the bible says the slackers buries his hand in the dish huh is anybody there proverbs 26 verse 15 let's read together shut the doors please sorry hallelujah yes please read to me i just want you to hear read, read to me some people are what yeah in their own mouth so that's very simple but i think niv says the sluggard will dip his hand into the dish and the journey from the the dish to his mouth becomes difficult for him that's the story of many christians you're already inside the pool the power of god is resting inside of you but to pay the required price so that even if an opportunity comes you are ready to pay the required price of a prayer life you're always you're always settling for the barest minimum you say you see people praying and they say pray 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 and you say ah uh, pastor must i shout when i'm praying why must you always settle for the barest minimum why must you do the minimum this is the reason why the anointing is not finding expression because slothfulness sluggardness this is the reason why that anointing cannot change things in your career because you are you wake up in the morning and you, you the, 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 the only prayers you pray is father lord father lord you are doing the barest minimum the anointing does not respond to the barest minimum the anointing responds to extra preparations the anointing responds to diligent search there are people who do the barest minimum you tell them we are fasting for seven days ah pastor we must be fast we must be fast uh, 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 six to six or six to twelve pastor i cannot do six to six pastor the only strength i have is to do six to twelve and you see those people once it's getting to eleven they have broken their fast why must you always do the barest minimum amen you are, you are looking for results that will blow in fact in you is a result that will blow your mind and blow the, the mind of the world but that thing will only find expression if you go if you pay the extra price like the five wise virgins all of them had oil but one was going extra 
All of them prayed, but one was praying extra. All of them fasted, but one was fasting extra. Every man you see God use or do exploit in his life or his agenda went the extra mile. And this is the secret to have an obtain in your life. I'm sure you know because the Yamamako, where the jet operates, is in is, is, is in the sky. No jet gets get into the sky without extra oil. I mean, there are plenty of reserve bigger than what is in a tank. Am I communicating here? So when you when when you have a mentality, listen. You see, there was a story in scripture um, between um, Jacob and Jacob and Esau. See, two of them were brothers. Esau has just returned from a hunt. He was already carrying a game on his shoulder. But because Jacob had a porridge that was already smelling, you know, you know, it was booming everywhere. Esau could not, could not endure the hunger, could not endure the pain, and was ready to exchange his birthright for Jacob's porridge. That is what God say. There are many Christians that are doing the exact same thing. They are not willing. To, see, you are almost there. Look at you. Look at the Red Sea. Just, just stretch your hands, and the Red Sea will part. But you are not ready to go the extra mile. Help me tap your neighbor and say, neighbor. The anointing is in the extra. Shout it louder. Say the anointing is in the extra. He, he missed out of his destiny because he couldn't take the extra hunger to carry that thing he's carrying and then prepare even say, a, a, a pepper soup or something. He couldn't wait. He was so hungry. A lot of people, you can't, you, can, you, 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 you are almost there. God is about to connect you with that great man, with that great woman. But you cannot do the extra. You are not able to do the extra. Maybe God has said, okay, he has given you in your spirit an instruction to pray for every midnight for seven days. Just, just that. Just that. That extra sacrifice of your sleep. That extra sacrifice of coming to church, even though your house is very far. That extra can separate you from all men. And the anointing finds expression. Am I communicating here? I can give you a lot of stories in scriptures. Lots of stories. Lots of stories. You know, the same, the same thing happened with, with um, King Saul in scripture. He went for battle and all of that. But this king would not listen to do the extra instruction that God gave. He would rather do what was convenient for him. One, one mistake like that, one inability to go extra mile, cost him the kingdom, his kingdom. Cost him his crown. Somebody say, ah, Pastor, it's not a sin now. Uh, I, uh, you can have a, a girlfriend as long as you're not doing anything. It's not a sin. One extra, one extra mistake can cost you your crown. Just one little mistake. So, me, for me, if God draws a line here and says, do not cheat, do not drink alcohol, do not commit... If God draws his line here and I'm here, I will draw my own line here. Because it takes the extra to cash out on the anointing. Am I communicating here? 
Are we together? Oh. Let me show you some couple of things that will happen. There are a lot of things that, the reason why you need the anointing. In these last days, there are a lot of things that are going to happen. Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 6 from verse 1 to 6. We'll just read some things that will happen in the last days. And you'll notice that all these things that will be happening in these last days will not affect the anointing. If you have it. Shout hallelujah. Yes. Chapter 6 from verse 1 to 6. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes. And I saw when the lamp opened one of the seals. Yes. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Yes. One of the four be saying, Come and see. Yes. And I saw and behold a white horse. And he wait, hold on, sir. Is everybody reading? Is everybody seeing it? Revelation 6 from verse 1 to 6. Now, and I behold a white horse. Go ahead. And he that sat on him. And he that sat on him. Had a bow. Yes. And a crown was given unto him. Yes. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. Okay. Okay. Is that the end of that verse? No. Okay. That is the end of verse 2. Verse 2. Yes. So that person that sat on the horse, wore a crown, and had a bow, is the Lord. Amen? Amen. Conquering, and he was conquering, was conquering, was conquering. Go ahead. And when he had opened the second seal, yes. I heard the second beast say, Come and see. Yes. And, and there went out another horse that was red, and the power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace mm -hmm. from the earth. Okay. Is that the end? No. Okay. And that they should kill one another. Yes. And there was given unto him a great sword. Now, this second man, this second beast that was on the horse, his assignment was to kill people. So, this is the spirit of war in these last days. Amen? So, the spirit of war has been released. In this last, so, you are going to hear a lot of rumors. We've already started hearing them, but we have not even started. We are going to hear even more. You just hear all of a sudden, hey! This one has risen up against this one. Hey, this one is... Uh, Please let's prepare and let's pray because in I saw I had a vision where there was a civil war in Nigeria. You know, I saw that vision not now, not next year, but I saw that vision. Let's pray. See, war will break out, and you know, this war will claim you know when war breaks out, it claims lives, even though you didn't do anything to the person. So anywhere there is war, destruction, things are so things are gonna be happening. So it's gonna happen because the world is coming to an end. Look at the next thing that happens at the last days. Verse 5. Yes. And when he had opened the third seal, yes. I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a, had a pair of balances in his hand. Verse 6. Yes, that one is fine. Go ahead. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts yeah. say, A measure of wheat for a penny. And three measures of barley for a penny, and see, and see thou hot not the oil and the vine. See, so the last second, the other horse that came was a hot. There was a horse that brought famine. Somebody say famine. Yes, we are experiencing a little of it now that our fuel has increased. 
you know, food is now difficult. But this is not the real famine. The real famine is actually coming. Amen? But look at that scripture carefully. He said, all of this is going to happen, but he gave an instruction. He said, touch not the oil. Somebody say, touch not the oil. Shout it louder. Have you seen the scripture that says, touch not my anointed? And do my prophets no harm. Just almost the same thing. It says, touch not the oil and touch not the wine. Now let me tell you why the oil and the wine cannot be touched. These two plants, these two plants, there is one characteristic they have that other plants do not have. This thing called oil. You know, many times when the Bible uses the oil, it represents the anointing. Right? And then when the Bible uses wine, it also represents the, the spirit of God. The, the wine represents the spirit of God. Ephesians chapter 5 talks about do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Alright? Right. So, wine, the spirit of God. So, the oil, the anointing of God, wine, the spirit of God. The, 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 the unique characteristics of these two plants are this. Listen to carefully. The the oil that's olive oil plant and the grape those two plants has the characteristics of growing deep downwards their roots are deep am i communicating and so that instruction came said touch everything but don't touch these two the reason why you will not be touched is because your roots are deep you are not you are not a shallow christian you're not the one leg in, one leg out Christian. You are sitting on this thing. You are following after God like your whole life depends on it because it does. You are pressing into God. You open the Bible and you study like you are going to preach in a crusade. That's how I study. Not to preach, but to learn. To be deep. To be ro- deeply rooted. Because as I study the Bible, as I pray, the anointing is generated. And in the last days, the anointing is one of the things that cannot be touched. I prophesy over your life. The, because of the anointing, you will not be touched. Amen. So people will complain, ah, scarcity is here. This one is happening. But because you are anointed, you can't be touched. But it begins with going deep. Your roots must be deep. There are a couple of people who are not yet planted. Bible says he they that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish like the cedars of Lebanon. You need, you need a, a family of God, a church where you can grow. You can be planted and then you can grow strong in the Lord. Where your prayer life can be strong in the Lord. Where your word life can be strong in the Lord. Because the evil days are coming. You need to grow so much so that even if you don't see your pastor, you can become the pastor in the house. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When the devil comes like a flood, you just lift up your right hand and say, by the power of God, I resist you. As a priest of God in this family, I resist. I raise the wall of the blood of Jesus and I resist you, devil. Go back! And the devil will listen to you. But if you are not deep, my friend, if you don't carry the anointing, you'll miss out. The secrets of the anointing is going the extra mile. You see, everybody's doing something for God. But you want to do even more for God. That is what God looks at. Are you with me? We're going to pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord told me that after the service, many of you will have breakthroughs. I said many of you will have breakthroughs. I thought the anointing was just for, you know, 
spiritual purposes alone. So I came across a man called Daniel. He had this anointing on him. He looked at the wall. Because there was a handwriting on the wall. Nobody could see what he's, he was able to see. And he looked at the wall and said, Okay, this is what the handwriting is saying. This is what the handwriting is saying. And he read the handwriting on the wall. Everybody couldn't do that. The anointing is not restricted to your spiritual life alone. The anointing is interested in your finances. The anointing is interested in your career. If the anointing comes... You will know things that normal people will not know. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? Jesus. In those days, people travel far and wide because they, can't, they didn't have the Spirit of God. They had to go very far into the wilderness to find men that carry the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit of God, an encounter with it changes everything. The anointing changes everything. Everything. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Samson was one another example in scripture who couldn't do, do the extra thing for the anointing to stay. There was an instruction in his life, do not cut his hair, do not, you know, should not drink wine and all of that. There was a, an, an, an instruction of consecration for the anointing to be preserved. But he couldn't do the extra. He couldn't go the extra. He couldn't sustain that extra mile. And then he met a woman that slowed him down. Very fine woman. Just like some of us meet friends, some of us meet people and we allow them make us forget our consecration. You know, sometimes, you know, if I have a visitor and it's my prayer time, no matter who you are, I will leave you. And I will go and close my room and pray. Oh, pastor came visiting me one day. I didn't, I couldn't, I said, sir, please, there's something I need. I just left. I felt, very came from a very far distance. I felt, ah, emotional. I, I should have spent more time. But it was my prayer time. See, this thing is not a thing of emotion. Your children will not ask you how emotional you are. They won't ask you that. And you know, some of you are benefiting from the priesthood of your father. Some of you are benefiting from the priesthood, both positively and negatively. Some of you, the kind of devotion your parents had to the negative for satanic priesthood was so potent that even after you have given your life to Christ, they will send Masquerade to come and interview you in your dreams. So potent that they will send marine spirits they will bring food and they will eat with you and, and dance with you so potent that you see yourself dancing in the, around water that's the priesthood that your great grandfather your had with god the question i i want to ask you is what inheritance of priesthood will you leave for your children how will you serve god so that after people you are gone and people come after you they will pick up because of what you did because of abraham's priesthood all his children we are covenant people of God. Am I communicating here? Somebody say, go the extra mile. <laughs> Except you're not ready for things to change radically. Because the Lord told me, he said, in this church, things are going to change for people radically. Amen. Shout the Lord as amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now we're going to pray. And then this week, we're going to go, go into a fast this week. This fast is going to be ushering us. Is it was? Was, um, next week what's the date of next week sir just confirm that to me thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit huh okay good we're gonna have a two weeks fast we've not done this we usually do one week fast but this time we're gonna have a two weeks fast and it's starting from tomorrow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Many of you will become a terror to hell. Are you hearing what I am saying? <laughs> See what God has shown me? Many of you are going to become a terror to hell. Shout the loud amen. amen. Shout the loudest amen. amen. So um, uh, our series for next month is Divine Escape and Preservation. Shout hallelujah. Shout I am preserved and I have escaped. So next month, we're going to begin to experience a lot of terrible things happen. Listen, a lot of terrible things happening. Mysterious deaths, you know, mysterious losses. People are going to have that. You know, you're going to be hearing things like that. Even while I was coming to church today, God was, I was hearing people crying and mourning and the Lord said, pray, pray for the preservation of these people. Pray. So we're going to cancel every hand of death. Amen? Amen? And then we're going to declare for preservation because the, the blessings of God is going to come into our hands. Some of you, the, the problem is not the blessing coming. Sometimes when the blessing comes, it is pass, it is scatters. There is a way to preserve it. The anointing is a preserver. How many of you are aware? How many of you are aware? The longer you pray, the more the anointing, the more potent your preservation. The anointing in those days was used on the rams, ships, in the Old Testament by the shepherd to keep Sese fly away. Amen? So they take the anointing, they rub it rub it on. So that, that's to tell you the anointing preserves you. It preserves what God has. It brings the blessing but it also preserves the blessing. So it's beginning from t- tomorrow we are, we are going the extra mile. Two weeks 14 days. We are going the extra mile and we'll see what the Lord is going to do in our lives. You believe he shout the loudest amen. <laughs> I said if you believe he shout the loudest amen. amen. Hallelujah. Are we ready? Are we ready? You see, today I, I didn't want to make this message long, but um, just take note of this. I'll, I'll list about three things. Three things. Kai, <laughs> as I'm here, I, I feel drunk in the spirit. Three things. Three things. Just three things that will give you the anointing. Kamani fenato vanakeba. Three things. Number one, desire. Proverbs 18 and verse 1. Through desire, a man having separated himself intermingled with all wisdom. So when you have desire for it, you want to have something supernatural, you want to be a supernatural person, you are qualified for the anointing. Am I communicating here? So number one is desire. Number two is that I mentioned it already, refuse to do the barest minimum. When you know, there was a story in the Bible, God instructed a man, a prophet, Elisha, instructed a man that he should take an arrow and stab it on the ground. That as He didn't know why he gave that instruction. But the man took the arrow and stabbed it three times on the ground. And the prophet looked at him and said, oh, you should have stabbed it more than three times. Say, because you have stabbed it three times on the ground, you people, Israel, will win this battle only three times. But after the third time, the enemies will come out. I get what I'm saying. <laughs> so that little prophetic action that was given to him he was so complacent about it he couldn't do the extra and that thing costed him some of you, your, the destiny of your family members is dependent on your extra, say this with me the destiny of my family members are dependent on my extra see I, I don't want you to go home and, and be the same person you came go home, there are things you must start see, if you don't have a study life create a space 
in your room. Put books there. Put a pen. Put a paper. Go there. Sit down. Put your, put your head down and say, I will study. Start doing the extra. That man could have at least tried more than three times. He would have done more than four times. He might, he might probably seven times. But he just, one, two, three. He's already tired. This is one of the reasons why people don't get the anointing. So, a man who goes the extra mile, does not do the best minimum, will have the anointing. Number three, look at this one. This one is very powerful. Uh, if you want the anointing, I'll give you a couple of things from Psalm 23. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. So if you want the anointing, you must, you must be under the leadership of God. You must be sensitive to the directions of God. Am I communicating here? Amen? That's number one. He restores my soul. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, right? Um, even though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That prayer said before me, in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointed my head with oil. Praise the Lord. Thou anointed my head with oil. See, thy rod and thy staff. They protect me. You see, another key to receiving the anointing is that you must be ready, you must be open to rebuke and correction. The rod represents rebuke. The staff represents direction. Am I communicating here? You must be open to rebuke. Somebody is tearing you up. Uh, your pastor is, ah, why are you? You're not in church. Why you should be in church? Why shouldn't you? Come on, come to church. And those things rebuking you did something wrong. Oh my God. Get, that thing he's doing to you is helping you position for the anointing. Am I communicating? Another thing mentioned in this scripture is when you notice that your enemies are now plenty, what you have, what you have, what is happening to you is that the anointing has come. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. So en <laughs> enemies around you attacks from here and there is a symbol of an anointing. He, they run the stuff, they, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of what? In the presence of what? Don't expect a table if you don't have an enemy. You will have. The devil will be, will be, will be, will be informed that something is about to happen. See, yeah, 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 yeah. Anytime you notice that the temptations around you are increased. You notice that the rejection around you is increased. You notice that it's like you are having attacks. Spiritual. It is a table that has been prepared before you. And it's because the anointing is here. The anointing is, is coming. Am I communicating? So these are the steps that brings one to the anointing. The leadership of God. The correction and the rebuke of God. Then enemies. Confrontations. When you have all of these things, your head will overflow with oil. He anointed my head. I say with me, he anointed my oil and my cups overflow. Say it again. Say he anointed my head with oil and my cups overflow. You know what? One of the assignments of the anointing is to cause you to enter into an overflow. 
that is you are going to have much more than you need come on confess this one and say i have much more than i need shout the loudest amen if you believe it now let's let's stand to our feet right now <laughs> and pray something is about to be unlocked stand to your feet and pray just pray in tongues i have much more than i need because of the anointing i will desire the anointing i will do the extra for the anointing and i will be guided of the lord i'll be rebuked of the lord i will not be afraid of my enemies and then the anointing rests open your mouth and begin to pray right now and say father i am a candidate for your anointing come on lift up your voice and begin to speak in tongues wherever you are palela bo tela monde teka parada bashi debegebo kibrana mama 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 baba baba igego sibebo kudibala dibrigus so brada baba 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 hashandele brada baba 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 zega dega brada botelibrana mande sibalada baha imbreshete kebaratos kebalada Thank you for listening. We know this powerful message by Pastor Emmanuel Azizor has blessed you in no small way. Kindly WhatsApp plus 234-701-652-3173 if you wish to give your life to Christ or share your testimonies with us. The number to WhatsApp is plus 234-701-652-3173. God bless you.